Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio. Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Good Thursday afternoon to you. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake Colley, and I am here in the Pres- Marion Wilhoyt Press Box at Jim Cartwright Field in the Lindsey Nelson Stadium with my good friend Clayton Harris. Good afternoon, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. How's it going? Oh, man, we are rocking and rolling. Let me tell you what, folks. We The reason we're here broadcasting live high atop the Marion Wilhoyt Press Box in the Dan James Communication and Broadcast Center, got that out, um, is because tonight the Columbia Central High School Lions will be taking on – who are we playing tonight? Dixon Dixon County. Dixon County Cougars. You know, and I'm not going to use the Magic 8-Ball on this one, Clayton, but I'm I'm going to – I'm going to climb out on that on that little bitty skinny limb, and I'm going to say the Lions get the victory tonight. They need to. Uh, last week's game did not go as planned against a very good Marshall County team. Let's don't take give it, you know take any credit away from them, but Columbia last week their own worst enemy. Right, they just kind of made the mistakes themselves. I mean, there was there was a special. How many? I don't know. There was like 21 points scored against them on special teams alone. The, and the, the, the punting unit in particular gave up essentially gave up 21. I points. assume they got some extra work this past week. Correct. I, uh, I, I was, yeah, <laughs> but co- correct. They're, 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 you will see some changes tonight uh, on the punting unit and. Uh, on our special teams unit that, again, we went up 13 nothing. We kick off, and then they return it to our 35. So I mean, uh, that, just a, that's a, that, that flips the field in their favor. And, Absolutely. And, it's, and, and against a good quality athletic team like Marshall County, it's tough to get that field position back without giving up a score, let's say. Now, and, and here's the thing. Columbia offensively for the game outgained Marshall County by almost 100 yards. If, well, you, if there was fantasy football in high school football, you would want Caden McCoy, the running back for Columbia Central. Last week, listen to this stat, 228 yards rushing on 14 carries, three touchdowns, and 33 yards receiving. He had 261 <laughs> of the 330 I don't see how yards. they lost. I mean, I, I just don't. Special teams. And what was it, the final score? Was it 41 to 20? Columbia forty-one was, to twenty. Columbia was down twenty-seven to thirteen at halftime. They get the ball to start the second half. They come down and score, make it twenty-seven twenty. They get the ball back after a three and out. They get it first and goal inside the Marshall County five-yard line, and that series that that ended up ending in an interception in the end zone that gave Marshall County the ball at the twenty-yard line. Well, I I, I tell you what, tonight um, the ball game starts at seven o'clock, right? Seven o'clock. Yes, Seven sir. o'clock tonight. We're, we're kicking off here at uh, Jim Cartwright Field here at the Murray County Park, right over next to Columbia Central High School against Dixon County. Dixon County will probably travel pretty well. They're not terribly far from here, probably 50, 60, well, 60 miles from here. And, and it's the longest running game between two schools between them, Columbia and Dixon County. That game has been happening every year, okay. I believe, since 1971. So they'll have a good turnout, and we need to turn out and support the Columbia Central Lions. And you can do that tonight. It's going to be a beautiful night. I mean, I see a few clouds, a little partly cloudy, nice breeze. 
uh, upper 80s right now. And look, look at this stadium. Look I mean, how, I'm look telling how great you, the field I'm, looks. I'm telling you guys, you would you would think this is this is a Division two college setup over here um, at uh, at Jim Cartwright Field. It is beautiful, and the field looks great. And uh, a great job by the park to get it lined up, and also look at the logo at midfield. I, I mean, mean, that is fantastic. It's, it's really impressive. And, and if you guys have not been out here, grab the kids, come on out. Watch some watch some good high school football, and I'm like I said, I'm going to predict I'm going to predict a victory for tonight. I like now, it. I like it. Okay, now let's go over. Let's just run down some local. Uh, let's just run down some local games around the area. So if you folks want to listen up real quick, I'm going to give I'm, I'm going to shoot these out. CPA at Brentwood Academy. Engel oh, Martin is is he back? That, that's a great question. We know Nolensville got beat yesterday. Man, they got they got hammered. Four, fourteen to nothing in four innings. Well, you know, a, you a just very good Hawaii team. Yeah, those guys in Hawaii just ripping home runs straight dead center field, just one right after the other. I don't know what they're doing on the islands out there, but man, I tell you it's what. working. And I noticed that the, a lot of the uh, it seemed like a, a lot of their the the players on Hawaii. Had uh, kind of Japanese sounding names. Sure, sure. I mean, obviously yeah, the yeah. Asian influx there in Hawaii is, is huge, right? But it, it, it didn't hear. I mean, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of Japanese type of Asian sounding names. Is all I'm saying. And that's, yeah, yeah. And that's that's not a big surprise. But you know, normally you think about. Uh, Hawaii, you think about Tua Tag Tagovailoa or Faula Ula la 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 la. Right, right. You know pa- what I mean? Pa- Polynesian name. Right. Yeah. But yeah. but but obviously there's a big influx uh, from the from the Japanese uh, side of the world uh, on that team. But they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. Nolesville's gonna have to pick it up. They're yeah. gonna have to put that game behind them and move on. They're gonna have. To, I think they play today. If they win today, they will move into the championship to play Hawaii. Again. So I don't. I don't think Daniel Martin's back. Do you? I don't. I, really, I don't think he's back. Probably, Why would you come back? Probably not. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity right. to watch your son and, play in the Little League World Series. And uh, last year they did beat Brentwood Academy. Brentwood Academy a loser last week, fifty to forty nine. What? They're, yeah, they're looking to get a win tonight. So well, or, or tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens. Well, CPA. Speaking of being a Martin, they're one and zero. They won last week, and uh, they beat Independence. And yeah. they, like I said, they go up against number twelve Brentwood Academy. So that's probably about the biggest matchup, maybe in the state of top teams yeah. this week, uh, especially here in Middle Tennessee. Not very. 20, 30 miles from us, right? Correct. So, Correct. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big game. Okay, so let's go over some other games that we got going on this week. Locally, Dixon County at Columbia, and that is tonight, folks. You want to get out and watch some good good football, get out here to the Murray County Park, bring the kids, enjoy the game. It's going to be a beautiful night, and you get to, get, get to see some quality high school football. And if you can't be here, listen to us on 103.7 WKRM, our sister station, or online at WKRMRadio.com. Okay. That, 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 uh, what, does the broadcast start at 7? Or uh, do si- you do a little- the Coach Bobby Sharp's show will start at 6.30, followed by Lou and I uh, coming to you live from right here inside uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium at uh, about 6.30. Top of the Marion Will Marion Will Hoyt press box. That's right. In the Dan James uh, Communication and Broadcast Center. That's right. Okay. That's correct. All right. Uh, inside Lindsey Nelson Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Yes. Okay. Overlooking Jim Cartwright Field. There you go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Lookout Valley is at Community High School. Forest is at Cornersville. Fairview is at Creekwood. Uh, Lewis County is traveling to Fayetteville. Uh, Perry County is at Hickman County. Trezevant at Independence. 
Loretta and at Lawrence County, boy, that's a that's an inner county. That Loretta and Lawrence County game is, you know, basketball, football, baseball, you name it. I mean, a cat burglar could get rich in that county. Absolutely. During during the, when those games are played. Um, Scotts Hill is at Mount Pleasant, and that will be, folks, that's going to be our front porch sports radio game of the week. And we will be doing a game day broadcast. Murray County Public School game day. Yeah. Yes, the Murray County Public School game day. This is something new, so pay attention. Look on Facebook. It'll be, we'll, we'll be on Facebook, and we'll be doing um, a live broadcast in a game day setup with myself and Barry Duke interviewing some people. It'll be broadcast on video, and then the game will be broadcast on 101.7 afterwards. And in conjunction with – uh, Columbia Chrysler, uh, strive to drive, strive to drive program and the Murray County public school systems and one and WKOM 101.7. We're going to all get together and we're going to have a game day, uh, front porch sports radio game of the week. And we'll be moving around Murray County doing highlighted the, bringing you the best games of the week, uh, each week this fall, each, each, week. each Friday. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, we're thankful uh, with uh, for the Murray County Public Schools uh, partnering up with us to do this. And uh, Drake, you're you're going to have a blast. Oh man, man I can't wait. I mean, I'm, I'm they're going to they're going to they're going to use me as 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 kind of the Lee Corso Village Idiot type no, guy. Oh no. yeah, that's yeah, that's look, just t- call it what I don't mind playing. It, it's a, I don't mind playing the fool. I mean, you know, a lot of people think of me that way, but that's okay. It's, it's a mixture, I can handle that. It's a mixture of Corso and Herb Street. Okay, you, you know, I, I I could do a little. Corso Herb Street action, and you know I might be putting on the headgear, the lion they, they, head, or whatever. Or the tiger whoever, head. Yeah. I will be making a pick on uh, at the end of that broadcast. So you guys look for look for that on Facebook, um, and I think we're getting a YouTube channel set yeah. up, maybe. So I mean, we're going to be all over the place. This game day things will be fun. A lot of people will be getting out to at Mount at Mount Pleasant next week against Scott Hill tomorrow. Excuse me. Yeah, tomorrow. I, I was thinking it's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Tomorrow night. We're going to be broadcasting starting at 5.30. Correct. Uh, till 6.45 and then kick it up to the booth for the guys to do the Mount uh, Scotts Hill at Mount Pleasant. But the pregames before that, we can't wait to do it. And we're going to be – I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to sleep tonight. You it's going to be fun. It's gonna I be don't know. I'll have a lot of be, fun. I'll have to be practicing. Okay, so Giles County is at Nolansville. That'll be a that'll be a tough game, that, that, right? That'll be a great game. And, that, and that'll be a, that's that's going to be a tough game all the way around. I'm Correct. just talking about Both a good sides. good Absolutely. tough ball game. Mm-hmm. Franklin at Page, and they'll be going at it. I mean, you know, that's a big rivalry. I, I'm, I think Page will will take care of this. Okay, business. BGA at Ravenswood tonight, Thursday night. BGA at Ravenswood. Uh, Marshall County at Shelbyville, and that'll be that'll tonight. be a good one. That'll be tonight, also. Um, Spring Hill at Summit, which is another rivalry type game. I mean, those those kids don't normally like care for each other. The, a bat- bunch. the Battle of Spring Hill, the Battle of Spring Hill. Yes, we're going to turn the page back to some Confederate type uh, yeah. business. Go right over there behind Ripa Villa, right? That's so, right. All right, so then uh, Coffee County at Tullahoma, uh, which is the Battle of Coffee County. Yes, I mean, you yep. know what I mean. Yep. Uh, and they just had that. They just had that thing at Tullahoma High School where they shut it down. Had a bomb threat or something. I didn't hear that. Yeah, there was something going crazy going on at Tullahoma a couple of days ago. Columbia Academy Bulldogs are traveling to Waverly. 
Yeah, that's going to be a tough one for the Bulldogs. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be a tough one. Waverly. Waverly is pretty good year in, year out. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, to finish us up on the local schedule or the area schedule, Summertown at Wayne County. Now, I've officiated a bunch of those Summertown Wayne County basketball games, and they're <laughs> extremely competitive. The, the and, Battle of and, Highway 20. And both gyms, whether it's at Summertown's little small gym or, or Wayne County's a little bit larger, both gyms are full whenever they play each other. So I'm assuming a lot of people will turn out for uh, for that football game too. So there you have the little, uh, I mean, the uh, local uh, football games and uh, and their schedules. Uh, you can check your local newspaper. Uh, if I didn't mention one, but we pretty much pulled out ones all in this area. And we're going to take a little break and uh, make a little money. So you folks, hang tight. We're going to talk a little football. We got some picks coming up for the NFL tonight. I, I brought my Magic Eight Ball. I'm going to break it out here towards the end of the broadcast. Magic so, Eight Ball is back. There you go. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224.
Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake Colley, and I am sitting here with Clayton. The Claw Harris Clayton. What's going on, brother? What's going on, Drake? Man, we just hanging out. Hey, all you UT ball fans, gather around the radio and listen up. One week from tonight. Do you know what happens one week from tonight? What happens when – Clayton, what goes down one week from tonight? Kickoff in Neyland Stadium. What you said. That's what you said. Against Ball State. Ball State. Not Vols. <laughs> Spell that for me. B-A-L-L. Letterman University. Yes, yes. David Letterman University. And I, I don't think David plays for them anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he, still, I, he still gives out a scholarship yearly, though, to a 2.0 C average student. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah that's probably about what he was. That's so exactly I, what he was. There, the, the, the criteria there, is you must be a 2.0 student. God bless him. <laughs> I, mean, I might have qualified. <laughs> the day. Hey, but the balls are good. Man, the ball, the – the high-flying, scoring Josh Heupel. Uh, it's the air raid. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the Mike Leach air raid. I mean, these guys, they're, they're pumping these guys up. So last season, the, the last season, Josh Heupel's team, uh, the Vols, they set, a, they set a scoring record, a team scoring record last year. Can you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold, hold it for just a second and let you guys listen on the radio. How, how many points was that? Now, let's just get uh, 300. Mm, a little higher. Yeah. 400? Yeah, 450. Nope. 500 points. That's unreal. 511 points is what they scored last and what year. I mean, the, that's that's a bunch. And man. That's, what, seven and six? Yeah. Yeah, I think the I think the main issue was the defense. Correct. I, I don't the, the, the I think the offense was the offense was jamming. I mean the offense was they, was setting I mean, you know, they were stellar. They did their part. Offense yeah, did yeah, their the part. offense did their part. Now the defense is gonna have to step it up. And and I just remember the Music City Bowl and uh Yikes. let's I was I can't remember what I was doing, but I might have, I can't remember what I was, might have been calling a basketball game somewhere. But I kept getting these kind of updates, and I think, okay, well, you know, the balls just went up by 14. That's They're good. And then they see, you know, Purdue's, you know, they're up by seven, like six minutes later. I'm thinking, what is going on here? 
Vegas made a lot of money on that game. <laughs> I'm just telling you. They, they made a lot of money on that well, game. Well, the, the Vols give up, what, almost over 600 yards or yeah, right at yeah. 600 yards yeah, or something like that? I mean, 600 yards. That's, that's, that's not a, a football game. It's a track meet. That's it. I mean, come on. So, but the deal is, the question is, and everybody's uh, the question out there, will the Vols break that 511-point record, season record, for scoring this year? Okay, now. You know, they, they very well could. Um, Hendon Hooker's back. Now, look. The quarterback, which is – that's important. And, and Javari Small, is he back? I, mean, I believe so. I, I mean, you know, and he's a stud. He's a stud running back. I mean, they've got – and they've and, and Heupel obviously is is ter- has an offensive terrific – a terrific offensive mind. I, I mean, you know. Well, I mean, when he won the national championship as a quarterback at Oklahoma, his offense coordinator was Michael Leach, who he ended up coaching for, I believe – uh, at Texas Tech for a short time, and then he went back to Oklahoma. So, yeah, I mean, there's um, he, he's learned from some of the best. Well, I'll tell you what, and this, you know, this is what they're going to have to do, folks. They're to to break that record. They're basically going to have to score forty point average, average forty points a ball game. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of points. I don't care who you are, but you know, and but you know, now last now last year they made their they made their hay, so to speak, by playing uh, non power five teams like Bowling Green, Tennessee Tech, and South Alabama, where they averaged a little over fifty one points a game. Well, and so got- that helps cushion your. I mean, that's that's yeah. one hundred and fifty points out of five hundred and eleven right there in three in three ball games. Well, right? And just off the top of my head, I know they have Ball State and UT Martin on the schedule this year. Uh, yes, Ball State, Akron, the, Akron. the zip, the zips, the zips, yeah. the zips of Akron, UT Martin, and Ball State. So. You know, say they say they put up sixty, sixty, and sixty. That's one eighty out of uh, five hundred eleven towards five hundred twelve, and you know it could be possible. But you know, in order for the, the the Vols to really improve and get better and and improve on a and get a better record and get a better bowl bid uh, and be competitive in the East, they're gonna have to solidify the defense. I mean, you know, you have to. I mean, you got to. I mean, have defense stop. wins championships. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, these, no, you know, right. I mean, it's period in every sport. You got to be able to stop. You, know, we, you you look last year in the AFC Championship game. You kicked the ball off with ten seconds left to the Chiefs. You think with a lead, with a lead, <laughs> and you sit there and you think, okay, it's a touchback. They get the ball to twenty five. You, know. you know, just make you know, <laughs> make a stop. No. They, they allow the Chiefs to get in field goal range and, and lose the game. I mean, those Bills fans, I mean, they just take one in the gut over and over from the Music City Miracle to making it to the to the uh, Super Bowl four times when Jim Kelly was, was, was the quarterback and never winning it. I mean – Poor Brutal. people in Brutal. I mean, you know, poor people in Buffalo, New York. I mean, you got to feel a little, a little sorry for yeah, them. I mean, and, a little and, sympathy. And Jim Kelly was a great quarterback, but I'm telling you, the guy they got right now may be the best quarterback in the league. Oh, Josh Allen, absolutely. Without, I mean, he, you know, he, he can do it all. He can pass. He can run. He can, you know, he 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 he's a tough guy. He's a big guy that can move. And I'm he, telling you, he, he, he's the real deal. He plans on winning one. I think they, oh, I they, think, they I think, will. He, I think or they, he will. Yeah. I think they plan on winning one. Yeah. He's, they got you know they got Stephon Diggs back, and you mentioned the Dawson kid that played tight end for him that went to uh, Brentwood Academy. So they got weapons. They just you know they got their de- defense, like you mentioned, you got to get a stop uh, to win championships. Right. And, now you know. for the Vols to cover their the Vols next week, a week from tonight, 
which will be a, you know it's going to be a big deal here in Tennessee. The people are going to be it's going to be a big Thursday night. There's going to, the bars are going to be packed. There's going to be people having house parties and and tickets are garage still- parties and they, I mean there's it's good. The tickets are what now? They're still available. Seventeen dollars huh. a piece. Go to the UT website, utsports.com. And uh, yeah, you can there you uh, go. Still go get a ticket to the game. Head to Nayland and 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 go and, to Calhoun's on the river. There you go. And, and hang out and just seventeen bucks. I mean, that sounds like a sounds it's like a, a pretty good deal. It's like a baseball ticket. Sounds like a bleacher seat. That, that sounds like the, that sounds like the sounds going to see the sounds or something. Yeah, yeah, and, and you 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 know they but, get you a cold beverage when you walk in there. There you go. So, so seventeen dollars. It's not sold out yet, and it's next Thursday night. And they are a thirty-two. According to Las Vegas. The Vols are a 32-point favorite. I'm interested 30, to see. 30, 32. O.J. Simpson. I'm interested to see a week from today what the Magic 8-Ball thinks about that line. Well, you know, the, the Magic 8-Ball is, is the Magic eight ball is slowly getting warmed up. Now, the, 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 the Magic 8-Ball to this point is ahead of the ball game. Uh, if anybody's been keeping up with the Magic 8-Ball, the Magic 8-Ball uh, and this is preseason. You know how tough preseason is. Right. I mean, I've got the the winning the Magic Eight Ball has a winning record in preseason right now for what I gave out. And um, not bad. So not bad. so you know we don't don't we, we can't we can't hate on that Magic Eight Ball too bad until it starts costing us a bunch of money. Then then we'll take a sledgehammer to it or and get another roll Magic it out. Eight Ball. Yeah, <laughs> roll it out in the middle of the uh, the parking lot and run over it a few times. You know, do something. But. The Vols minus thirty two, and I and I'll just be honest with you. We just we just discussed defense, um, and in order to cover thirty two points, uh, you got to stop some people. I mean, you, you <laughs> but, or, or you're gonna have to score ninety. <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> Which you know it's, it's going to be tough to do. So you you got to you got to you got you got to you got to put your helmet on on the ball carrier, get him to the ground. And stop them from getting in the end zone, and but you know, I and, and Tennessee still waiting to hear what the ruling is going to be for Brew McCoy, the transfer from USC, and what his eligibility is going to be like. It's supposed to be a really good, you know, receiver. So we'll see. Well, I think there's I think there's a lot of things that that are out there. Uh, they had a linebacker over the weekend get arrested. It's yeah. been suspended indefinitely. You had a running back that got kicked off the team. So you know you you got to straighten some of that stuff out. You got you got to have guys that dedicate themselves to being a teammate and a team player and uh, stay out of those stay out of those stay out of the fray. Get you know you got to go to practice. Got to go to practice. You need to go to class. You need to go to practice, and you need to be a team player. And you don't need and you need to stay out of trouble. You know now, now Drake. Speaking of college football, you you and I were talking earlier. There are some upcoming changes, rule changes that are going to be important. Uh, and what I found most surprising about it, it they they it came out yesterday. So a lot of these teams have been in camp now for three weeks or longer, and uh, th- this is going to affect the way the game's played, especially uh, on the offensive side of the football. Well, absolutely, and um, you know you're you're the you're the you're the football coach guy, and you can kind of explain to the folks what type of changes that, that are going to be made. Yeah, no, no, that you're not allowed to block below the waist outside of the tackle box anymore. So what is that? So tell tell people tell the I, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? What do you mean? Would explain that, that you know you got guys that will cut block that'll you know they'll dive at the feet of a defender. Th- think about this. Think about a toss. 
to one side of the a field. Sweep, right? A sweep, right? Just a toss sweep around. And that lead blocker is out in front of the guy. A pulled right, guard or right, something. A pulled guard or a fullback. And there's a defender upfield that's coming towards the ball to try to make a tackle. And the guy leading dives at that guy's leg. To take him to out, take so, him so, out. That, so that the backer or the cornerback behind him is, can is, come in there and make the tackle. Correct. Or, or yeah, or the, the, you know, the offensive guy will block low, knock that guy out to try to free up that running back to hit the sideline and go. That is now illegal. You have to stand up and you have to block above the waist. There's no more blocking below the waist outside the tackle box. So you're talking. So the rule change is there's once you get outside the tackle box, whether you're offense or defense, right? You there is no going. Well, there's, I, there's basically no going below the waist. Well, you can tackle below the waist. Well, I mean, yeah, you can tackle. But uh, as far as blocking, blocking, the, blocking, there is no. You cannot no longer go low in the NCAA outside of the tackle box. So, and so you know, you guys, you guys out there, and and gals that are that are football minded folks, imagine, imagine taking that away. Imagine that being a penalty. Imagine returning a punt ninety five yards, okay, and you and you got one man to beat, and you got a convoy of guys, your own teammates in front of you, and one of them goes and he blocks that last defender below the waist. That touchdown <laughs> ain't going to count anymore. Well, so it, it, it changes things. Now they're still going to allow you to do it up front in between the tackles for teams like you know Army and Navy that run kind of a wing offense sure. that will cut block occasionally, but it, it will change. And you know your offensive line, defensive line, don't get. It, I mean, you know those guys will still be blocking low. That you know they're but they're not but they're not getting a running start at someone and taking their legs out. You well, know what I mean? That's it, kind of and, and it's kind of like high school football too. High school football, the peelback block is no longer allowed. You used to see these huge hits on returns where guys are chasing the ball and, and they don't. Here see, comes a guy from the side and, and, and they just. just Deplete them, you know. They take them off their. Fi- that is now illegal, and it should probably should. Be. It probably, I mean, I mean it's, know, it's dangerous. That's a little egregious on the. It, 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 it is dangerous. So, um, yeah, I mean, when a guy is uh, what what is the word they always use when a guy is unprotected or, um, you know, that he kind of leaves himself open to be hit. I, I guess unprotected is the word. You can't, you can't, you can't hit defenseless. Them defenseless. There That's it is. Defenseless. Defenseless, yep. defenseless wide receiver. Now another, another. Uh, there's they've altered the rules against faking injuries. So the NCAA, uh, and, and some of this uh, extended from the Ole Miss uh, win at Tennessee last season, and the Ole Miss at at the uh, at Mississippi State last season, and then some of it. Uh, this came. We saw some faking of industry, excuse me, injuries at the uh, Music City Bowl against Balls versus Purdue, and so the deal is, um, in an attempt to crack down on teams awarded an injury timeout after a player fakes an injury, schools and conferences will be able to report questionable scenarios to a national coordinator of officials. Uh, the coordinator will provide feedback. Any penalties le- levied would be up to the conference or school involved. So this is kind of a post-game thing, right? I mean, yeah. isn't that kind of how you think? I mean, after the game's over, well, they're well, going to say, man, Clayton, your team was laying down and faking injuries because, we you know, our, my, Drake's offense was, was rolling down the field and, and peeling. You just had to catch your breath and get some subs in. You faked, you know. So if, if that goes on – then they, they kind of say they send the tape to the conference. To review. To review. And a possible punishment of a suspension 
uh, could be levied against uh, that particular player. Okay. And maybe this is the way you clean that up because it does happen. We see it all the time, especially in the college game, where a high-tempo <laughs> offense, um, you know, all of a sudden the defensive side starts having guys go down conveniently. and. You there know, you it'll, it'll get a team out of rhythm. There you go. So that's another change in the rules. One more change in the rules is the targeting disqualification, the disqualification from a targeting hit. So a player, the way the deal worked in the, in the old days, player gets targeted in the second half, he gets he gets a a, a vicious hit on somebody, the, he gets thrown out, he gets ejected, right? Right. And so the rule is you get ejected from the game, you're automatically out for the next first half of the next ball game you play. It's one full it's, – it's, you're punished for two halves. If you're in the first half of a game, you miss the entire second half. If you're in the second half, you okay. miss the first half of the next. But okay. That, but go ahead. So the deal is there's no change to the definition of targeting and no change to the judgment of what is or is not targeting. Uh, but if you have a second half targeting, the player's disqualified for the remainder of that game and has a carryover for the first half of the next. That carryover, that automatic carryover for the next game is now reviewable post-game. So uh, the conference office can review that hit and they can, you know, that can be appealed to the conference office and that possibly can be overturned uh, and a player can be allowed to play the first half. Yeah, well, of the next and game. Here's, my, here's my opinion of it, though. You're, you're, you have a replay official in Birmingham at the conference office who's going to determine from there whether or not if it was it was or it wasn't. So essentially Steve Shaw, the head of the SEC officials, is going to basically have to disagree with his replay official if he overturns a call. That's exactly right. And that car- let's see. Let me let me continue reading here. That that carryover is now reviewable post game and the conference can decide to appeal to Steve Shaw like you said, head of officials for the SEC, for the purposes of removing only the carryover for the disqualification for the first half. So you can't appeal to Steve Shaw during the game, but after the game you can is basically what it says. Right. Now, my question is, you know, does it depend on who the player is, who the team is, right. who the – Who's asking for the appeal is when they're who they're playing next, who that team plays next, whether they're on TV. I mean, Will and say 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 Will Anderson, who I I picked for, I put money on for the Heisman Trophy uh, winner twenty to one in Vegas when I went. Very nice. Uh, Very nice. Matter of fact, Will Anderson is leading the country as the number one Heisman Trophy pick in Vegas. That's wow. the most money has been put on number thirty one for Alabama to win the Heisman. But um, so say, say, it's, say it's Will Anderson and say they're playing Mississippi State. And in, in two weeks they've got Auburn. Auburn. And, it mean, and it's for all the marbles. And Will Anderson gets hit, hit, hits a guy and they say was targeting in the second half. Should Will Anderson be out for the first half of the Ar- Auburn game if he – if he sat out the second half of that game before, I, you know, and no, <laughs> excuse me, I, I think I think, and this is just my personal opinion, and I, I've expressed this opinion before. I feel like an ejection on targeting in college is too harsh of a punishment. It should be like the NFL. It should be a fifteen-yard penalty. If it happens again, okay, maybe maybe we can talk about an ejection. But I, I'm ta- think about all the times when a running back or a receiver at the last second or a quarterback ducks their head. 
and it just kind of happens. Right. I mean, that, it, it's football. It's going to happen sometimes, even if it's intentional. Or not. So let's but, but the, this generation of player is not taught to lead with their head anymore. So let's give them. Let's get. So what you're saying is let's shoot them a 15 yard penalty for yeah for targeting yeah and say that's his first targeting the second the second targeting the next you're, time next tar- next targeting penalty. On that player, he's out. For the remainder of that game. I think that's a great idea. What about you folks? You all think it's a great idea? You can send you can send in a text us at 931-626-3131. Tell us how wonderful we are or how terrible we are. We we can take it. You know, we're yeah. We're tough skinned guys over here. Yeah, and, we can have and it. we'd love to hear from you. Nine uh nine three one six two six thirty one thirty one front port sports radio hour Mondays, Friday, Thursdays and Fridays. This is a Thursday edition. We're at Columbia Central High School football field for the game against Dixon tonight. Uh, and we're going to take a short break and come back. And I'm going to I'm going to open up the, the safe and get the Magic 8 ball out. All right. Hang on. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Bodright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. 
Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional grade. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. I'm here with my man, Clayton. Hello, Clayton. What's going on, Drake? Good afternoon to all of you. A beautiful Thursday afternoon, and we are high above the Jim Cartwright Field in the Marion Will Hoyt Press Box, and we're enjoying uh, just a beautiful summer afternoon. It's still summer. I followed in fall didn't have to like September. So right. I think we've got a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but we're, we're good for about another four weeks. But look at the flags out here, the purple and gold flags. I mean, nice breeze. The field is just just manicured and lined off. I mean, this, I mean, I'm ready for the Green Bay Packers to come out of this tunnel down here. It's, it, I mean, it, you know, the frozen tundra of uh, Green Bay has never looked this good. It's going to be fun. A lot of fun. Looking forward to it. And uh, every, you know, that that's the thing. Every high school team this year will play a Thursday night game because of the shortage of officials. Uh, that way that, you know, having, you know, you could have a crew at a Thursday night game, then they can go to right. a Friday Absolutely. night game back to back. Absolutely. And if, and if any of you, any of you former high school football, college football players, or you don't have to be a football player, but a, a, a know or knowledgeable about the game and want to get involved, you can get in touch with it. Go to TWSAA.org and uh, click on uh, new officials, and that will guide you on how to become a, a high school. Uh, TWSAA, uh, junior high, whatever, uh, 
football, basketball officials, softball. Give a little back to your community. Get involved. If you got a little extra time, need a little extra ca- change. If you're a college student, it's ideal. Absolutely. The hours are great. And, uh, you know, it, uh, from, from my experience, 30 years of officiating high school basketball, there's just no, no better feeling than going out there, doing a good job, and having even the losing coach come up to you and shake your hand and say, Hey, you guys, I want to tell you what a good job you did. You know, yeah, that's, that's always. I mean, you know, and that's that, that's the ultimate compliment, right? I mean, Absolutely. That's, that's what's going on. Okay, let's go to Major League Baseball now. All you Braves fans, I guess you guys are you guys are walking around with your chest stuck out like like a banny rooster around here. I mean, what? They're, they're on fire. What What's going on with those guys? They, I mean, they are absolutely on fire. <laughs> it's kind of like what we saw last year where they, after the All-Star break, they just go on this run. I think they've won 13 or 14 out of their last 16. Well, I, I mean, it's just incredible. And like you mentioned, they're, they're a game and a half out behind the I mean, map. They were embarrassing the the Pirates this week. I mean, they you know, they've just beaten them down and scoring 14, 15 runs a game or whatever the deal is. I but anyway, now the, the Braves are just a game and a half back from the Mets, guys. I mean, three weeks ago we were thinking, well, let's see. The Braves, they'll probably play San Diego in the wild card. Right, right. San Diego had traded for Juan Soto, yep. and then Tatis got hit and suspended 80 games at 23 years old for taking PEDs, which is, you know, a head-scratcher. But um, – and now the Braves, they're not – to heck with a wild card berth, man. You know, we want to win. The we're thing. gonna we're gonna win the National League East, whether you like it or not. And uh, and then there's a good possibility their last ten games they're eight and two, and the Mets are four and six. Right, and they had won ten in a row at one point. I know. And I think do they they had the Mets coming up. I don't know if they do or not. I but think it, they do have another series with them before the end of the season. Okay. So. Well, the so anyway, the Braves are, are only a game and a half back in the National League East. St. Louis is six games up on Milwaukee. Um, and the Dodgers are 19 and a half games up on San Diego. And the wild card wise, it looks like San Diego is, is, is the battle's going to be probably between Philadelphia, Milwaukee, if they can't do anything with St. Louis in that division. And the Mets and Braves. That's right, and the Mets and Braves. I mean, so. San Diego might be the odd man out after after trading for one of the, arguably one of the greatest hitters in Major League Baseball right now, Juan Soto. Right, right. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fascinating finish here as uh, we get closer and closer to September. And um, you know, it, I, I tell you what's been incredible is the crowds down in Atlanta. They've had so many sellouts this summer. Uh, and had these you know, huge attendant games. You were and down there not long ago. I was at the end of July, <clears throat> July 31st. It was on a Sunday. Uh, got to go down there and visit and watch the uh, the Braves take on the Diamondbacks in what was a exciting one nothing win by the Braves, one to nothing. But exciting. But exciting as a walk. I mean, those, those yeah. guys could. But I tell you, there wasn't a game much more exciting the than the uh, the little league game between. Um, Hagerstown, Indiana, and the Nolensville game that that other yeah. day, the one that went to the extra innings. Right. That game was awesome. I mean, I couldn't believe it. How fun is the Little League World Series? I'm telling you what. It's, it, it, I mean, that that is – It's fun to it watch. It is fun to watch. It and, really is. And those kids can play. They can straight, straight up, without a doubt, play some baseball. That's why they're there. I get it. But still, just to watch them. Because we don't – I mean, for the majority of the people out there, you don't get to see – 12-year-olds play baseball. I mean, you know, it's right. over their grandparents or their parents. But when they go on that stage on TV, where if they have made it to Pennsylvania, 
to the World Series, they are some darn good baseball players, period. Absolutely. That means they've won their region, whether it's the Great Lakes or the Southeast or the Southwest or the Northeast. Right. They've won their region. They're there. Uh, I think that one of eight teams from the U.S., there's eight regions. Uh, and then they take on, uh, you'll have the U.S. championship, and then you'll have the World Series between the U.S. champion and the international and champion. We're hoping Nolensville can pull that off. We hope so. We I mean, hope never so. know. They, and, they've, re- they've represented us well. And we also, over the years, see uh, the advancement from Little League into college into Major League Baseball. I mean, I mean, it's a, you don't see a bunch of them, but they're, they're quite, they're quite, there's a, quite a few players that played. And, sure. You know, uh, uh, and and I tell you, spe- specifically in the state of Tennessee, you've seen this excitement for baseball. It started, you know, probably eight years ago, nine years ago with Vanderbilt and the national championship yeah. and the runs they they made, and then Tennessee. That the last two years, it's created excitement. There you go, and and and, 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 and that's just for college ball, and and so you're you kind of, you're seeing baseball kind of a resurgence in my opinion in this area and across the state and across the south and um it's a fun game to watch it's a fun game to, to if you get a chance go to go to your local little league and, and watch these kids that's right it's a good time support those kids okay so in the american league we got to run down this real quick the yankees are up seven games over tampa bay and you know the yankees were just they were they looked like they were never going to be caught win a hundred oh. games and all this I mean you know and since All Star break the Yankees have just been stumbling and falling on flat on their face they haven't been able to hit the ball I, they have not been able to, uh, put and up you know now runs. now the Rays are back Rays are back in the hunt last ten Rays are eight and two last ten Yankees are four and six Yankees are seven games up this is August twenty fifth so you know we got the whole month of September to go so look out Yankees fans. Uh, more likely to get the wild card, but they'd be disappointed to get the wild Absolutely. card. Absolutely. After the way they point. started the year and the way they played now, this summer, sure. The Cleveland Guardians. Who? The, the Cleveland. You know. I know. The Cleveland Guardians are leading the American League Central by four games over the Minnesota Twins and and the and the White Sox. Chicago White Sox. Yeah, both of them are four, four, four games back. Probably the so. most competitive division in baseball because you, you have three teams that are right there in the thick of it that, 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 right. that could win it. So the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians, are up by four over Minnesota and Chicago in the American League Central. American League West, the Houston Astros seem to be in charge, large and in charge, with a 12-and-a-half game lead over the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, a 22-and-a-half game lead you over mean, the You mean Tech. the Mar- Mariners. You said, did, did I say Seahawks? Seahawks? Man, I got football on the brain. I, I, I I'm just telling you. I'm sorry about that, y'all, but, hey, I got football on the brain. They're 22-and-a-half. Houston's 22-and-a-half games up on the Texas Rangers. Golly. And they're 28 games up on the Angels in that division. And they're 34 games up on the Oakland A's in that division. Golly. I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're Houston, I mean, are you just cruising? You, I mean, <laughs> Dusty Baker's done a great job since taking over after the whole, you know, World Series cheating incident that happened with the Astros. Yes, the banging of the drum and all that. The trash can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the trash can. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, you got to give them credit. Those guys could have fallen apart, uh, but they didn't. Dusty Baker's been able to hold them together, and I I think he's done a good job. And um, they'll be right in the thick of it again. They were in the World Series last year. The Braves beat them, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, again this October. Okay. Well, it's almost time for us to go, but I promised you before before we left, I was going to 
find, pull out the magic eight ball, work my combo, combination lock on the steel box I carry. And, and we have some college football this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is this is week zero. Now I'll, I'll work on those tomorrow. This okay. tomorrow's show. But okay. I'm just talking about tonight because there's there's two NFL preseason games tonight, and I just want to give out the first the first game I'm going to look at. Hmm, let's see. Okay, Magic 8-Ball, what do you think? What do you think about the Green Bay-Kansas City game? What do you think? Where, not, not much, where is that game? That's going to be in Kansas City. Okay. And it starts, it starts at 7 o'clock, and the Green Bay Packers are, are traveling to Kansas City. And the, the Magic 8-Ball says under – the thirty-seven and a half in the green in that game. That's probably the highest points total I've seen on a preseason <laughs> that, game. No, they I've seen them up in the forty-one, really? 41, really? 41, 38 and a half, 41, Yes. So under tonight, the first pick for the Magic Eight Ball. And you all hold my feet to the fire on this, and believe me, the Magic Eight Ball is, is is also on on the witness on the on the chopping block if it. Goes awry, but under under in the Green Bay Kansas City game tonight, and then the second game. What about it? Magic Eight Ball. San Fran is traveling to Houston. San Fran is a two and a half point favorite. Forty ers Trey Lance. You know that's they're they're handing handing the range of Trey Lance. What the the Magic Eight Ball has come out with the Houston Texans plus the home, the home team dog plus that's it the, and the, I, you, you know I don't go with the so, home team dog so Magic Eight Ball you heard it here first folks under in the Green Bay tonight and Houston plus the two and a half and I think do, uh, do you buy the half a point you know if it, it, it might it might if you if you can buy that half a point or find it at plus three get it and and you might that might be a good idea to go in and buy that buy that half a point. Uh, sometimes it's especially in football with it's you can get it to three uh, plus three plus seven plus fourteen or yeah. plus seven and a half when you work on those uh, those scoring numbers three seven when, when, when you, you know yeah when you 10. Buy, when you buy a game that has a half a point attached to it you're either going to win or lose that if you do buy a whole number then. You know, right. there, there's a chance for a push. Absolutely. So, so uh, there's a lo- there's a lot of sports books out there, folks. So you can fish around and 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 just pull them up and check check numbers. You might be able to get a better number with BetMGM over, over Caesars or twenty four seven or whatever the deal is. Action Sports, whatever you want to look up, look it up. And uh, tonight, the Magic Eight Ball under in the Green Bay, Kansas City, and Houston plus a two and a half. We are about out of time. Thank you all for joining us. We will be back here tomorrow at 4 o'clock. And, uh, Clayton, have a great afternoon, man. You, you too, man. Thanks. And uh, tomorrow we'll see everybody down at Mount Pleasant. This is, yes, tomorrow at Mount Pleasant against Scott Hill, Scott's Hill. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley with Clayton Harris, and we will talk to you all tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Have a great day.